Old Frog Pond Farm. Our um, bylines, agriculture, art, and community. Mm -hmm. And I think of that, I picture it as three, three elements inside a basket. And that basket is spirit. We live our own creative lives. We tend our own fires. Mm -hmm. And there's a real synergy when it comes together. Like fruit, vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> special guests Linda Hoffman and Blaze Privatola. They're the owners of the Old Frog Pond Farm up in Harvard, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Pena Show, where it's all about helping you live a healthier, happier, and more meaningful life. This is Juan. And I'm Stephanie. We had an amazing weekend with uh, our guests for the show. Normally, we conduct our interviews here in the Brick Studios in Brooklyn. For this episode, we actually went to Harvard, Massachusetts to visit a farm. And our guests of the show ended up having us as their guests on the farm. So <laughs> it ended up being a little weekend getaway, which was really much appreciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we stayed in this beautiful farmhouse, and it was amazing food and amazing people with such yes. hospitality. Yeah, it was great. As you'll see in a little bit in the interview. One of the things that's really interesting about this place is that not only does it grow organic food, but it also has amazing artworks there too. You can go apple picking or raspberry picking, mm -hmm. or you can just go and enjoy the sculpture walk mm -hmm. where there are some permanent exhibits. Mm -hmm. Linda, who's a, the curator and all, she's also an artist, she says she very consciously tries to also have new artists come mm -hmm. and display their their work every year. And you got to do a little drumming too. Well, so when we arrived on Friday night, they yeah. had an African drum circle. Yeah. Um, which I thought was like, oh, no big deal, but you know, the guys that were participating in this cell had some skill. <laughs> so I felt a little awkward, but um, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, the baby? While we were having the drum circle, the baby was going crazy in my stomach. So I'm going to take that as a sign that the baby really enjoyed the African <laughs> drumming circle as well. And we may potentially have a drummer on our hands. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. One of the things you'll hear during the interview is somebody who keeps saying, hello. Uh, you want to tell folks who that was? Yeah, so that's actually not a person. <laughs> it's another family member, which is Orko the parrot. And, uh, you know, Orko was feeling a little left out when we were doing the interview, so you'll be able to hear him in the background kind of making his presence known. <laughs> <laughs> we picked the interview up here with us asking Linda about the farm. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about the origin stories of this place. I was, I was getting divorced. Uh-huh. And... I have three children, was looking for a place. I was the one who was going to be moving. Mm -hmm. I wanted to stay in the area. I also wanted a place where I could do my sculpture. And I thought I would rent something, but mm -hmm. I didn't find anything until mm -hmm. a friend said to me, Linda, if you're going to try to find a place to buy, mm -hmm. you should visit this place in Harvard. Mm -hmm. I had never thought of looking here. She grew up here. And she, her parents here are on the no land. longer... The owners, oh. they had sold to the 
present or the prior owners uh-huh. the that I bought from. And so I wow. came and I walked on this land and mm. I was like, oh, is this really true? Is this possible with a at that time there was this beautiful elm tree hanging right the the limbs cascading down over the waterfall and Mm. um, this big pond and this is amazing Um, and I walked and I felt I talked to I said kind of to myself this pace will keep me grounded Mm. I mean, when you're like going through these major life transitions, yes. you're kind of in an altered state. Yeah. It's not, your thinking isn't really clear. Right. Yeah. So I, my thinking was, well, if this place has hot water, <laughs> everything will be fine. And I literally was upstairs in the kind of master bedroom yeah. bathroom and turned on the faucet and put my hand under the water. So I did it. People thought I was crazy. Mm. What are you doing? Was your intention to originally to restore it as a farm, or how did that happen? No, I think it just kind of, I was here and listening to the land. Mm. The raspberry patch was here. Mm -hmm. So that was what I focused on first. It was a challenge. Mm. It had this invasive vine. Mm. Daughter. And mm. it's a parasitic vine that mm. weaves its way wow. and attaches itself to a plant, grows up and kind of suctions on oh, and then Jesus. lifts off from the ground. Jesus. So all of that had to be just dug out. and mm. But we did open mm. for raspberry picking in that first year. And they, have, they had chickens here. Chickens? hens but they to me I didn't even know they were old they were young and I said oh what's going to happen to all these chickens <laughs> and the realtor said I don't know oh my would you be interested I said sure yeah yeah <laughs> let's not so, displace them <laughs> we had we had chickens for that first um, wow probably the first eight years so tell us about uh how the farm got its name Old Frog Pond Farm, yes. <laughs> which, which no one can really say or remember. But, uh, there's a, a love for a place when you when you give it a name, when you mm. think of naming it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went back to my roots. After college, I was in Japan for two years, mm. studying the No Theater. I lived in a small temple room, mm. uh, and I went and trained with a No actor. every day I lived uh, the life of sort of very um, medieval Japan Mm -hmm. but because I was involved Mm -hmm. in the no which is a 14th century 12th century art form Uh very beautiful very slow moving very poetic Mm -hmm. I read a lot of the Zen poets Mm. so that's what I thought of when I came here and when I saw the pond Mm. in particular I thought of Basho the haiku poet yeah. His most well-known haiku mm. is, Old Pond, Frog Jumps In, mm. Splash. Nice. So I na- that's what I named mm. the farm. Mm. Um, 
And like our logo is a frog. (laughs) 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 Usually what people do is put pesticides or maybe alternatives to pesticides. But you were saying something about the working on the health of the plants. There's a movement in Mm -hmm. agriculture and farming to Mm -hmm. a recognition that you want your plants to be really healthy. Mm -hmm. That we want to eat food. Yes. It's really going to be yeah. nourishing. Yes. It's going to be nutrient dense. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that? How mm-hmm. do you get that? Mm-hmm. It's one thing to just grow the food, and mm-hmm. it can it can it can look beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you've had that experience, I'm sure. Strawberries mm-hmm. that look so beautiful, and you take a bite. It's like what it, what happened? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Where's the taste? Yeah. Um, that it all comes from what's in the soil mm-hmm. because it's the soil biology that's feeding the plant. Mm. And so if we do soil tests, if we really take care of our soil, Mm. if we don't disturb it, Mm. if we don't use herbicides Mm. and pesticides, Mm. and if we're not compacting it, if we're not tilling it all the time, Mm -hmm. and kind of disturbing Mm. this whole environment of Mm. family, of bacteria, mm-hmm. microorganisms that are establishing themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about it, and when we disturb that, mm-hmm. it's like a bomb drops on a wow. city. You know, mm-hmm. this is all. Mm-hmm. This is an yeah. environment that's functioning beautifully, mm-hmm. and we're actually You're more beautifully it. than what's functioning. But it it is, and yeah. so it's that recognition. Uh-huh. Of the preciousness of that, yeah, and and helping it. Mm-hmm. So even if there are trace minerals that are missing, mm-hmm. then we want to supply them mm-hmm. because even though the plant will function mm-hmm. and grow, it's not reaching its fullest potential. Just like humans, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there are people who can who work in hospitals, yes, who whose immune system is strong, mm-hmm. or who who mm-hmm. aren't worried about someone. Mm. You know, if someone has a sneezing cold, on them, yeah, they yeah. like still go up and give them a big hug mm-hmm. and they're not concerned. And yeah. That's what you want your plants to be like. like mm. They're thriving. Mm. And um, then the food we eat will, will give us what we need. Part of what you do is the farming, but there's another aspect of what you do, which is really, you've kind of built a community around yeah. this place. Our um, bylines, agriculture, art, and community. Mm-hmm. And I think of that, I picture it as three three elements inside a basket. Mm -hmm. And that basket is spirit Mm -hmm. that holds it all. Mm -hmm. That's the container. Mm -hmm. Because people who come here, they feel it. They feel Mm -hmm. uh, a a peacefulness, Mm -hmm. a healing, or an opportunity to Mm -hmm. to connect. To connect with the land, to connect with nature, connect with themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, they might come here for an art uh, workshop. Mm-hmm. They might come for a solstice celebration. Mm-hmm. They might come for the sculpture walk. They might come just to talk to, to one of us mm-hmm. or um, just stop by. Uh, you never know. Mm-hmm. Or people kind of float in mm-hmm. and out. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they definitely they receive something. Yeah. Um, this woman came who was um, 
in remission, but young woman with stage mm. four ovarian cancer, and she just said, thank you so much. This mm. was such a great day mm. for my kids and my family and mm. myself to spend here. And mm -hmm. I think the water and this opportunity just to um, be free mm -hmm. and walk around mm -hmm. and interact mm -hmm. with what's here mm -hmm. in an environment that's that's a little wild. Mm -hmm. There might be frogs and snakes and mm -hmm. turtles and all. There's a rookery, a blue heron rookery not far from here. So we're always getting mm -hmm. them flying through and squawking. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. I think we lack community. Mm -hmm. We lack that feeling of connection. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when we yep. arrived last night, we kind of walked in, and yeah. there was a drum session yeah, going that's on. That's right. There was yeah. an African drum circle. With, uh, what's, what, what was Musa. Musa. Musa, I yeah. know. You just, were great. We just popped us down. And, uh, Actually, I'm surprised just, I thought my hands would be sore today, but they feel okay. You, and you had a, our, a little baby was dancing. The baby was dancing inside, so we <laughs> definitely enjoyed the circle, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so people great. come for all different reasons yeah. yeah. to the farm. So you, you mentioned the solstice. I wonder if you could describe that a little bit. Okay, that yeah. that is a big celebration here. It's our kind of holiday celebration. Mm -hmm. um, and people, we have a big bonfire. Mm -hmm. We have a medicine wheel. That was something that Blaze built. We stand in that great wheel, mm -hmm. that circle, mm -hmm. and um, feel, each of us, um, holding it, creating it equal, mm -hmm. um, and light a bonfire. We bring back mm -hmm. the sun, mm -hmm. literally. So when we first go out, it's dark. Mm -hmm. And the fire is set, but it has not been lit. So we have a ceremony where we bring back the sun. We have to entice the sun back. Wow. And sing. Um, and so we do and strike this fire and mm. it's just big and the sparks are flying out and then people share um, they share whatever they they'd like to mm. they they bring ashes they bring poems they bring songs they bring tears mm. Mm. Um, mm. very powerful yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, very real yeah. um, people um, people hold it Mm. And, uh, I think they have the sculpture walk, so people walk around and see different sculptures. They do. Yeah. <laughs> they have a map, and there's um, there's signage. Mm -hmm. I curate it, and mm. I love this land, and I know it really well. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I feel like I can really find locations mm -hmm. that are very supportive of the piece, mm -hmm. where the piece and the environment interact. Well, yeah. So the sculpture becomes even more, mm -hmm. I feel, than mm -hmm. uh, if it were just in four white walls. Right, four right. White walls. Wow. Um, there's, uh, you'll see when you go, yeah. I have um, in one area these small meditating figures, mm -hmm. um, sitting figures in bronze. They're, nice. they're quite small, a few inches high, mm -hmm. and they're attached to rocks. Cool. The kids love them. Uh, people really do respond to them. I don't know mm -hmm. why. There's something, the yeah. scale, the intimacy. Mm -hmm. But I think it was kids. They started putting acorn hats. Oh, oh I'm not even... 
Oh they were just uh, so adorable. And so I then thought, I'm going <laughs> to mm-hmm. borrow that. And I did cast some some more figures with acorn caps. Oh. Uh. I, I made one that was actually holding an acorn. It had an acorn cap. But still, um, I was with kids. We had a, mm-hmm. a, a school group here yesterday. Mm-hmm. But when they saw those figures, they immediately got... they. They ran, they found little flowers, wildflowers. Mm. They were breaking off pieces of fern and they were like offering wow. to the little figures Amazing. that were there. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's challenging. This is very challenging. So what, what 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 motivates you to take on this challenge? I I guess love mm. for for um, for all of it. For, for being alive and mm-hmm. gratitude mm-hmm. gratitude for the, the life that I can live here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt very fortunate mm-hmm. and this place not to share it it, it wouldn't be alive mm-hmm. you, know, you, you need to share mm-hmm. things to, to, to keep them um, mm-hmm. keep them going, going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep them going mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. so it sounds almost like the land needs the the people as much as the people need the land, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a real. Um, there's a lot of symbiotic relationships happening all around here, which is yeah. is wonderful. You've set up the conditions for that to really happen, right? And, to, and then we're open. Someone mm-hmm. wants to give teach a yoga workshop. Mm-hmm. They let us know. We put it up on the website, and and that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Blaze does a lot more work with people. Mm-hmm. I do. I do a lot more of the art. Right. Nice. different um, spheres. Yeah. One of the things that Linda mentioned before was that she does a lot of the artwork around here, and you do a lot of work with people. What motivates you, I mean, to, to, to work with people? And what motivates me to work with people has been my own healing journey. When I bottomed out in my life and I made the decision to surrender, and my life started to change, it was really, at a certain point, realizing for me in order to really hold on to whatever I was being given that also expressed, you know, extending that to people was an important part of the process. I'm also very curious about the men's issue, men's groups you do. I mean, I think there, there could be so much baggage when it comes to gender issues. And when I think of the way I grew up, as far as like emotional literacy goes, you know, as a male, it was, it was more about doing the job, not, ex- not showing you know, weakness, not being vulnerable, not expressing, you know, not allowing ourselves to be seen in a certain way where we show that we're weak. When when you start to learn that our vulnerability is our power and we do have a way of getting more in our life from operating from that place and how it shows us how connected we are, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think in our vulnerability, we also come to, to realize our connection to, you know, our spiritual life. Like there's a, there's a direct connection there and whatever your individual beliefs are. There is no universal theology, but there is a universal experience. But as far as men go, I think it's, the, you know, the, and I think it's for all of us, like the pain that we hold, how that shows up in our life and limits us and also promotes a sense of separation. Mm-hmm. When we start to address, you know, issues related to that, we realize that we're not all that also separate, not only from each other, mm-hmm. but from all of it. Mm-hmm. So in our relationships, say to environment, we don't have to take our environment hostage anymore either, mm-hmm. you know, because we realize that we're a part of it. And you know, we're like, 
we just love the land. Yeah. That's that's what we do. We like we love the land. It's not just sticking trees and seeds in the ground um, and just managing people. It's more about being present to and mindful to what what's really going on. I'm not separate from any of it. You know, like mm. this is part of the wholeness of being. Hello. That's a real strong. That's an orco. That's, the, that's, that's a, our pet. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Oh my yeah. god. He wants, like, like, he, he wants to be part oh. of it. He wants to be part of it. Funny because I was just thinking when you said the land and all the creatures. And all the creatures. Yeah. <laughs> all the birds. We're very aware of when there's migrant birds coming mm -hmm. through or the herons who are flying daily and Orco is seconding. Oh <laughs> my god. And I'm here's here Bruce. And the bees. Yeah. 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 We got to see the sculpture walks, and the medicine wheel was one of the more impressive sculptures. And they're, you know, it's really fascinating about the medicine wheel. They find, they're found all over the planet. Mm. So they've been here for a long time, you know. And Linda would say, well, you know, is there something you'd like to put on the land? I'd be like, I'm not sure what that would be, you know. So would you like to do a sculpture? And I wouldn't put my, I wouldn't categorize myself as an artist. I mean, I categorize myself more as a craftsperson in, you know, what I do with wood. One day I was out there, and I. And some of the other work that I do with men, group work that I do with mm -hmm. men, mm -hmm. my a really dear friend of mine and a co-facilitator mm -hmm. and a mentor, he uses the medicine wheels. I've done it with Wallace Black Elk and mm -hmm. Sun Bear. And the medicine wheels I've been around, I've always, I've always found them really fascinating because mm -hmm. they're out on the land. It's a sacred spot. It kind of has this real energy of mm -hmm. reminding one what we're here for. So the stones, I started looking locally and I just, I didn't want anything that looked too manipulated. I wanted natural forms. Yeah, they do, they look very... So I found these little quarries out in Western Mass and I spent the day looking at rocks mm. and I was just blown away. They had to throw me out of the place. <laughs> they were closing the gate. They were like, you have to time. leave, it's time to go. Yeah. And I found these beautiful rocks and I knew where they were gonna go. Over a period of time, I had gradually um, placed each rock mm. in a hole, you know, blessed each stone mm -hmm. and placed some tobacco in each hole and said a prayer and stood them up and I didn't use any cement or a crushed stone. You're it was only, you know, it's only they're only rammed earth. Oh my goodness. So that's wow. I wanted to make sure that they had a you know direct connection to the earth. And, oh that's um, amazing. And the medicine will teach you like the directions each one like south is the direction of the child in the teaching of trust and innocence and it's yeah. the season of summer and the west is the direction of you know fall and the setting sun and the teachings of introspection it's also the direction of the adolescent the north is the season of winter the teachings it's the giveaway it's what are my gifts who are my people in the season of winter and then the east is the teachings of illumination the season of spring is where you enter and exit the wheel and that's and it's in that teaching is doesn't it doesn't remain the same for all mm -hmm of the indigenous peoples. It does change from area to area a little bit, but mm -hmm. what i that's the way I learned it. A circle, mm -hmm. you know, is a hole, right? The sacred hoop. Yeah. Standing in the circle, we're connected. No one's in front of us. Mm. No one's behind us. No one's above us. No one's below us. You know, we yeah, stand, I like that a lot. We stand yeah. together, all with different perspectives of a center, mm. yet connected in our, um, in our individuality. So I love that piece. Yeah. There's a film about the work you do. You right. want to say a little bit about that? We did this film called Out of Our Heads. So it's about the Men's Wisdom Council. It's not about any individual. It's about the just the experience of, mm. you know, what we do, some of the work that we do for the week and some of the testimonials from 
some of the men that are the facilitators and also the campers, what their experience was like there. And, you know, there's clips of some of the work. Um, it doesn't fully capture the whole spirit of what yeah. we do, but it does a pretty good job and we're definitely worth watching. So you have this huge operation you're running and you're also in a relationship with each other mm -hmm. and you're doing this all together. We have the opportunity to pursue what we do best, mm -hmm. each of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we we do that and we support each other. Mm -hmm. But we're we're working quite separately mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. Even though there's a large umbrella over us. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what makes it work. Blaze likes this expression, like the importance in a relationship to tend your own fire, and mm. to connect with your own creativity yeah. and feel like you're doing that. And we both, we each, I know, feel much better when we are doing that and mm -hmm. then we can come together. Mm -hmm. But it's really important, I think, especially when you're living and working so closely that there, there are some boundaries mm -hmm. and kind of differences. We don't have to discuss every issue. We kind of do mm -hmm. our thing and trust the other person. Like, mm -hmm. trust is a big part of that. Do you want to add anything to that, Blake? The word that comes to mind to me with her and I is interdependence. We live our own creative lives, and we tend our own fires, mm -hmm. and there's a real synergy when it comes together. It's a lovely deal. Like, fruit, vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in a world right now, our current sort of sort of cultural political climate mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's real value in conscious community come together and be heard you know really open ourselves up to you know a deeper meaning of who we are you know who i am mm -hmm. you know related to all of it you know you'll you'll find that in a, in a in a good community and i think that what we're trying to do here is really relevant to that mm -hmm. you know we we're doing a version of it yep. that's where we have to find our navigating star you know as mm -hmm. a culture and get mm -hmm. back on track to what really is important stop the separation and start mm -hmm. you know the joining not just as a country mm -hmm. but as a, a a globe in our home here you mm -hmm. know which is under duress you don't have to promote it it attracts people right. into mm -hmm. it in a way that has real mm -hmm. healing power. We witness it over and over again. We hope that with the time we have left here, you know, that we'll, we'll have a, enough impact on a few people where they'll, you know, carry yeah, that, that torch. Sounds like that, yeah. yeah. You know. I wanted to comment on that. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I think this is, a, this is a good example of where I completely agree, but I actually hold hold um, what we do differently. Mm -hmm. And so for me, the art piece is very mm. important, and the artists. I think that um, artists hold something unique mm -hmm. for others, mm -hmm. are willing to step outside not just flow in with the sort of standard. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just because that's their nature, that's all they can do. Mm -hmm. But I feel that, that they do represent a kind of torch mm -hmm. that they're willing to sometimes sacrifice certain things to gain a certain freedom. Mm -hmm. And that's very close to my heart mm -hmm. as an artist. Mm -hmm. Yes, the community and also community of artists mm -hmm. that are supported here is mm -hmm. very important.
It's that mm-hmm. balance yeah. too yeah. of the individual yeah. and mm-hmm. society. Mm-hmm. That you need both. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That just to join together mm-hmm. is not enough right, unless right. you're um, you have something to share. Mm-hmm. Nice. You have to find that within yourself. Mm-hmm. And I I really enjoy. Mm-hmm supporting that and mm. helping people find that. That was really good. That was uh, one of my favorites so far, I must yeah. say. Was there anything in particular that stood out for you in terms of the, the interview? It actually ended up being one of the best weekends we've had this season. I really not only appreciated the work that they're putting into the farm, mm-hmm. but the really the heart and the spirit that are behind it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even when we were eating the food and just walking around on the grounds and mm-hmm. um, enjoying their company, that you could really feel mm-hmm. um, the palpable love that they have for each other, but also mm-hmm. for the work that they're doing. And yeah. it was just a really lovely experience. Um, I think for me, what what I really liked about it was when they were just kind of talking about, you know, all the challenges that is involved and all the hard work that's involved with with running a farm, but that they Mm -hmm. really do it because they feel like, you know, when you have something special like that, the importance of sharing it with others. And to me, that really made a very powerful impression on me. Definitely. And kind of made me think, like, um, what a special thing they're doing in terms of really... Mm -hmm creating community around, you know, organic food, around art, and just around people coming together and celebrating, um, you know, the farm and what it has to offer. Yeah, I mean, it's an incredible amount of work that they're really putting in that we got to learn about and see a little firsthand. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not thankless work, I didn't feel like. I feel like the the Mm -hmm. earth and the the land really reciprocates that love that Mm -hmm. they put into it. So Mm -hmm. it was a really, um, it was really wonderful. Subscribe to our podcast, The Pena Show on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, and never miss an episode. Hello! Benya.